Returning to our earlier story, tensions are running red hot in a Portiki between gangs. A woman was shot on the weekend. Police say it's connected to tension between black power and the mongrel mob. As you would know, National has promised to crack down on gangs in its first hundred days in government. So joining us now, we hope, is National's police spokesperson, Mark Mitchell. Hey <laughs> there, Mark. Yeah, I, yeah, I am. Sorry about that. I've jumped in the truck and moved to hopefully a better location. To higher ground. How appropriate. OK, you've had a while to think on gangs, how would that actually make a material difference in a portiki? Please be specific. Well, I think straight off the bat, the warrantless search powers that we're going to give police means that they can be proactive and stop gang members and search them and search their vehicles for firearms. They don't have to go to the court and wait for a warrant to be issued, which is very reactive. So immediately our um, firearms prohibition order that we have said that we're going to bring into the parliament in the first 100 days is going to make the, give the police a far more effective tool and actually being able to be um, proactive and um, and stop. We know that there's gang tensions in Apodiki. We know that there was a uh, gang-related homicide there a couple of months ago and the mongrel mob turned up and took the town under siege. So the police need to have proactive tools that they can get out there and they can stop and turn over gang members and search them and search their vehicles and take firearms, not wait for um, a 20-year-old female to be shot in a drive-by shooting or for someone's home to be shot up by gang members and, and, and drive-by shootings. A couple of things there. The police did execute search warrants and made a made a couple of arrests. After the fact. So the law's working. The law's working. After the, well, after the fact. If you call a woman being shot and the house being shot up a success, um, then you and I have got a different idea of success. That was, they had to get a warrant issued after the fact. Now, that's... Listen, Do you know how many hours the, that took? Well, I, I don't know exactly the, how long that, that, that can sometimes take days. If it's an urgent one, they can get it done in a matter of hours. But the point is this, is that um, we want to give the police tools that they can actually be proactive rather than reactive. By the way, I applaud the, I applaud the police reaction. It's very good to see them being proactive. It's very good to see them using those powers and getting in there and disrupting and putting pressure on the gangs and sending a clear message that they want to control the streets in Apodiki and they're not going to let the gangs do it. And there is already a firearms prohibition law in place. Well, there's a very weak firearms prohibition um, law that this government passed that both ourselves and the police association said, if you don't give them a warrantless search power, it's meaningless. And it's proved to be meaningless. So that's why we said that we're going to pass our own in the first 100 days to make sure the police have got the powers so they can be much more proactive in dealing with gang members that think that it's okay to arm themselves with firearms and go around and discharge them in the public. So you're going to get rid of gang patches and insignia and you're going to get rid yep. of them from social media as well. So what, Instagram, TikTok, X, how are you going to do that? Well, I mean, so I've got a, actually got a meeting and a, and a talk with um, uh, the CEO of um, Meta today. Um, so that'll be one of the issues that we will be dealing with in terms of social media. But definitely you're going to be seeing patches come off the, the backs of um, gang members. They're not going to be wearing them in New Zealand anymore and the public aren't going to have to be intimidated. Um, or have to see gang patches. Okay, so so that's one thing. But you have said in your policy, and it's detailed in your policy, that you're going to get rid of the posts on social media. I mean, that is nigh on impossible. Do you not concede? Well, they, well, on, on some of the social media sites now, um, through their administration abilities, take down um, gang uh, activity, uh, gang recruiting videos, um, which you do see them often popping up. So, um, you know, there's definitely going to be action taken in that area as well. There's going to be a very clear signal sent in this country now that we are not going to tolerate gang patches and gang insignia and, and what they're used for and what they signify. And that is quite simply the intimidation of members of the public. And by the way, 
to wear a gang patch, you have to have shown that you've got a propensity to commit violent okay. crime. Okay, what if it's tattooed on your face or arm or some other part of your body? What then? Well, well, well. I, I saw I saw a recent um, uh, article in the paper with Paula Ormsby, who apparently is one of the spokespeople for the uh, Mungle Mob Kingdom in Hamilton, saying, "Oh, I'll just start putting them on their faces if they start doing that." then we might have to legislate in terms of they're going to have to cover those tattoos up. And um, that's exactly what they did in Australia. There's stories in Australia with um, where you've got senior gang members over there that wake up in the morning have to get up. Are you seriously going to pass a law, Mark, that says people cannot have tattoos of a certain kind on their faces? And do you think uh, you can get that through? Well, the, the Australians passed a law whereby now gang members have to wake up in the morning and they have to apply foundation to cover offensive tattoos that they have put on their faces to, again, try and intimidate members of the public. So if the gangs think that they're going to get around a ban on gang patches by having swastikas and uh, and offensive um, tattoos on their faces, then we'll take action to curb that. Okay, dispersal notice. You can issue, give police power to issue a dispersal notice to tell gangs not to um, come together in public places. So in a place like a Portakey, do you issue notice to every single member of the Mongrel Bob and every single member of the Black Power? Well, the... Well, the, the police could issue a verbal dispersal notice for every single member of the uh, the gang that is in that place at that time, and they must disperse immediately. They cannot return to that place or any other designated place that the police um, designate, um, and, and they cannot associate that? with one another for how seven days. How will that be policed in terms of resources? So they're not allowed to come back together or meet, potentially tens of gang members. So, I mean, how are you going to keep an eye on them all? Well, they'll have to make arrests until the gang members understand that we're serious about this and they have to comply with the law because the problem in this country, quite simply, is in the last six years, gang members think that they don't, the laws do not apply to them. They feel that they, they're running the towns. And so we're going to have to reverse that and let them know that if they don't comply with the laws that we pass as a country, then there'll be action taken. Appreciate your time. Should I be referring to you as Minister? Mark, <laughs> have you been no, promised look, look. the police portfolio? <laughs> no, absolutely not. And um, that, that's going to, I will do what, when Chris gives me a call, I'll do whatever he wants me to do. Appreciate your time. That is Mark Mitchell, National's uh, Police Spokesperson.